Hello, welcome to On the Goal Line. We are now just over 24 hours away uh, from the expansion draft coming up on Wednesday. Uh, so uh, here I am to do my projection of who I think Seattle will, will pick. And not only pick, but I'll ma I made sure there wasn't too many RFAs or UFAs and etc. But we'll get to that later on in the show. Uh, first up at the top of the show here, we're going to go through each player and how they could be a big help to the Seattle Kraken. Let's start on goaltending. Now, the nice thing is about CAC... The, the, sorry, names will be not mentioned yet. Uh, but uh, two of the five that I picked uh, are young studs, so they are very low in cap. They're young. They're, they are the future of the franchise. Those two boys are Colton Point of the Dallas Stars. He somehow got left unprotected. I don't understand that one little bit, but anyway. Uh, he is waiver exempt, as is the other goalie, Capo Kekkonen. So if they need to send him down, they can without having to pass through waivers. Uh, however, uh, Colton Point's coming up to an RFA year, so if they want to keep him, they'd have to sign him. And I'm sure he'll be cheap because he's never in the NHL in his life. Uh, Kakanen's going to want to raise. However, not by much because he's also not been to the NHL. He's been the backup and up and down. Philly Huso. He's worth 750k and deservedly so. A 50k for Malcolm Subban. Uh, Peter Mrazek is a UFA, so it kind of hit a roadblock there. So he'll have to, if they wanted Mrazek, they'd have to sign him. He'll want about four or five million, which is okay. Uh, Tyson Berry will need a deal. Quite a few UFA, RFAs uh, and UFAs on uh, uh, defense, uh, but they're all, all affordable. To, I'd rate them all about two to three million dollars, except for Tyson Berry. He'd want about five, six. Uh, so I got Tyson Berry, Tyler Lewington, Mikhail Wickstrand. Who is Mikhail Wickstrand? Uh, I don't know. I just want. I just technically he's cheap, and who knows? He could be an NHL piece. He could be an NHL piece. Remember, this is just the expansion draft. These guys don't necessarily have to play for the big club of Seattle. Uh, Madison Bowie, he has one year left on his deal for 725. Uh, Brennan Goulet, he's got 800k left, and he's an RFA, so they'll own his rights for a year until they can decide whether they want to keep him or sign him. Uh, Thomas Hickey, he's got 2.5 mil, so he's affordable. Uh, he he's a good right-handed defensive defenseman. Uh, Brennan Goulet, we all know about him. He played for Team Canada in the World Juniors, won gold. Uh, he is a left-side defenseman, but plays with, with I believe, a right hand. Uh, Jeremy Lazon, uh, he makes 850k. Uh, Olimata and Giordano, if without question, he's got a minor no-trade clause. He's 37 years old, currently making just a, he's making 6.75 mil a year. He's uh, he could be a good lead in the locker room, could be their captain. Um, under the offensive side of the game, uh, half my list is UFA and RFA, but that's what helps make it help so healthy to the cap. And uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them are nice young players. So 
they can be a nice impact. Uh, who are those players? Uh, Nick Merkley, Tyler Steenbergen, Evgeny Sveshnikov, Philip Deneau, Blake Coleman. So they're all available. They're all useful, all helpful to be signed. Uh, Nick Merkley will be cheap. He's never been. He hasn't been to the NHL yet. Tyler Steenbergen also hasn't been to the NHL yet. He needs to be proven before he can make the big dollars. But if he can go for like a nice league minimum to a ooh, one million range, they they both be helpful in that category. Phil Deneau's going to want to raise. Montreal's I don't think is going to give it to him. Uh. Which is why he's out up for grabs if they decide to take him. Blake Coleman, good second, third line winger. 29 years old. We know what good he can do. He's a Stanley Cup champion. Uh, Patrick Marlowe, uh, he's a great veteran leader. Will he be back? We don't know. But even if he doesn't, if you put him on the books, he's there for a year. Helps your cap out. Barclay Goudreau, great penalty kill specialist. Stanley Cup champion. Uh, with Tampa Lightning, he's 28 years old, got lots of, lots of mileage left, he's a UFA, he'll want about 5 to 6 million, but that's okay, uh, he's worth the money, you gotta have at least one guy that's, you know, worth it, uh, Connor Bunneman, never played in the NHL yet, he is, uh, 23 years old, Garner Hathaway, you're locked up for two, two for two more years, so that helps them out, uh, he's only making two, sorry, 1.5 a year, which is very reasonable. Uh, he, he's the Stanley Cup champion. He's got his own podcast, uh, so he can help the team be knowledgeable in areas that maybe the GM doesn't see. Uh, Noah Chari, he's 29 years old, got lots of mile, quite a bit of years left on him. He's only making 1.6, and he's a UFA the following year, so he'll, he's very, he's clearly affordable. Cody Aiken, he's 2.25 mil. Again, very affordable for a guy his age. He's 30 years old, but he's got a lot of stuff to give. Jared McCann, 2.94 mil, and then an RFA the year after that. Great third line center. Uh, he's supposed to supposedly go to the up upgrade in Toronto. I don't see it. Uh, he's here to protect uh, Kerfoot. Uh, JT Comfer, great pick up it would be for them if they picked him up he's 26 years old he's only he's got the playoff experience which is what they're looking for he's a big time scorer he can he can uh power quarterback quarterback a power play and then there's max domi if, even if he doesn't play again he can be on the books and save them some serious cap because he makes five million a year, so you got two guys with the possibility of helping out with the cap at the very least, which is huge. What's the what's the what would Seattle's cap hit be? Uh, it's projected to be thirty-four million four hundred thirty-seven thousand eight hundred ninety-two. Cap space forty-seven point one million. But don't forget, they haven't drafted players yet. This is just the expansion draft where they take one player from each team. They don't necessarily have to take anybody, but they'd be crazy not to when there's so many great players out there right now. But don't take my word for it. This is just my take on what I on who I think they're gonna take. They're gonna surprise us. They're gonna be I don't I don't know what mood they're in. They could be in an all in must win now 
scenario or they could be in a we're waiting to see how we do in the first couple of years and go from there uh, but it all goes down Wednesday night uh, now each player's stats uh, let me see if they I don't know if Cat Friendly keeps a hold of that No, they do not. So I'm going to have to pull them up one by one. <sighs> Hopefully I have everything I need in front of me. Let me go to... I'm going to start with Colorado's JT. Comfort. Going to Colorado. Of course, we all know Colorado finished the best in the league. So, JT Comfort in 10 games, he had a goal and an assist. In the regular season, he played 48 games, he had 18 points, 10 goals, and 8 assists. Uh, so, that's the story on JT Comfort. Uh, the story of Jared McCann. He played for Pittsburgh, so I'll have to go to Pittsburgh's roster because he's on a he's on the, he's at the Leafs now. Um, roster. Jared McCann had fourteen goals, eighteen assists for thirty-two points in forty-three games with Pittsburgh this season. Thirty-two points. Not terrible for 43 game pay for 43 games of play. Uh, Cody Aiken played for Buffalo, so let's see what his story was on the season. Poor Buffalo, they can't catch a break. Poor Buffalo, I don't think they'll ever get over that hump at this rate. And they're coming back to the Atlantic Division where they're gonna get smacked. What was I was looking for again? Oh yes, Cody Aiken. Cody Aiken in... Well, great, because they didn't make the playoffs. Well, he had a very, very terrible year. Very weak for his standards. 46 games played, so he was injured quite a, quite a bit. He had 7 points in that span. But Buffalo's a shithole... What, what, what do they know? He used to be a 40-point guy. 20-goal scorer. Not anymore, evidently. Uh, Nolachari in Florida. Uh, let's see. Nolachari had no points in six games, but he, was, he had a hot point in the season at one point. But he still only finished with 11 points, 4 goals, 7 and assists. So that's an Olachari story. Um, Garnet Hathaway. Washington. Washington would finish 2nd in the division. And Hathaway had 3 points in 5, five playoff games. 
Um, in 56 games, he had 18 points. So he's more, more of a setup guy. So there's a, quite a few set, setup guys in this lineup, which is big. Uh, Bunnerman won't have any stats, so I can't tell you how he did. Uh, Goudreau had, a, I believe, a very solid year in Tampa Bay. Uh, they would finish third in the division, so that's why Florida had home ice, and they didn't. Um, who did I say? Goudreau. Goudreau had six points in 18 games. But like I said, he's a penalty kill specialist. He will block that shot like no, like nobody's watching. He had 20 points in 55 games. Uh, six goals, 14 assists. So again, another great setup guy. Deneau had one point in the playoffs, so he wasn't all that. But he had a very stellar regular season when they needed him to. There's no stats on the other three guys. They're all in the AHL. Mark Giordano, he is not really a point guy. But let me see how he fared this season. They Calgary didn't make the playoffs. Montreal finished just ahead of them. So Giordano had, ooh, solid, very stellar year, 26 and 56. Uh, 9 goals, 17 assists, 26 points. So he had a great year. Uh, Ole Mata in Pittsburgh. I couldn't tell the defensive stats because this uh, doesn't give me anything like that. Oh, sorry. Only might have played for LA. My apologies. LA had a abysmal year, twenty-one and twenty-eight. Yeah. Only matter. Oh my God. He he was injured. Had basically half the year. He only had four points on the year. Yowch. I don't know how good he would be then. He hasn't played in what looks like two years almost. Well, not a full season. Full season's like three years now. Um, let me see. How did Hickey do? Hickey and his team went deep in the playoffs. Falling short to the Tampa Bay Lightning, obviously, in game number six. Where is he on here? Hickey, he's not showing up. Was Hickey hurt all year? Well, I don't know how many stats here on the on their website, so I gotta assume he was injured all year. Okay, so we're gonna pass on that one. Oh, uh, Lazon for Boston. Boston, we finished third in the division. Lazon, did Lazon even get any play? Yes, he did. Uh, he had no points in seven games, uh, but he had eight points at 41, so he's about the same in the playoffs as he is. 
in the regular season. Again, he's a defenseman, though, so don't expect him to score much. But he's a great defender. Very tough, like a very, I would call him the gritty guy. He had 40 minutes in 56 games. Uh, Goulet, young defenseman, solid shot. Quarterback's the power play. Um, came up late in the year, not a big point guy. Madison Bow, we all know about him. Tucker Poole, nothing special there. That's about the story of the defense. Uh, Goaltending. All their garbage, in my opinion, but they could be something special for Seattle if their team is built properly. So, the goaltending could be what really makes them shine. Especially Capo Kakanen with the numbers he had in the AHL, which were out off the roof fantastic like he had like a 950 save percentage and a 2.1 goals against average he was insane Billy Huso very struggling year maybe with a new scenery he, he gets something good going there uh, Morazic also looking for a fresh start after losing the job to Nadelkovic So that's that's what I got for you on the take of Seattle. Will they take with the first pick in the expansion draft the Seattle Kraken select?